Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is another chapter or hopefully one of the last chapters of The Displaced Empath. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, um, yes, the this part of the journey is hopefully coming to an end fairly soon, like maybe by the beginning of next week. Uh, the water should be turned back on and power should have been reestablished and I will be able to go home. And once I get there, there's going to be a lot of work to do. You know, I've got to go through things. There was smoke damage and figuring out what to do with the refrigerator, whether or not I try to clean it or just tape that sucker shut and put it outside because whatever go is going on inside of it is not even a science experiment. It's probably gone into a horror film. But I am looking forward to being able to get back home, and I'm also extremely grateful for the shelter that I have had while I've been here. So, uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about opening up to opportunities. And I say that knowing that not everybody is ready to start opening up that idea yet. Because if you are still in grief, over this and everybody grieves in different ways if you're still in grief and you're not ready to hear about what could be that's okay it's okay for you not to be ready for that yet and at some point you will be and the great part about possibilities and opportunities is they're willing to wait for you it's not about you have to move through whatever you're in in order to be able to take advantage it's okay. The opportunities will be there. And at this point, it's just about being able to open up your mind to the fact that there could be better possibilities and better opportunities on the other side of this, because this is not going to end anytime soon for really for any of us. And even though, you know, my home is intact and I'm going back to it, there's a lot of stuff going on inside of me that I know I'm going to need to process through and my way of processing through it, which is, you know, usually involves meditations and ceremony and then creating a ceremony around reestablishing my connection with the land, because not only has that land been wounded, so have I. And when two wounded spirits come together, it has to be in a very gentle way. And there has to be in my mind, there has to be a way of being able to bridge that so that both parties can find healing and be able to go back to being comfortable with one another. And everybody has their own way of managing that. Everybody has their own way of addressing that. So as you look at the idea of what happens next and where do we go from here or where do you go from here? There's a lot of options that are available and some of them are easier than others. And the idea is to find the ones that will bring you to the place you want to be, that will you know, get you to your happy place again, or at least as close as you can get to it, whether it's to rebuild or move on and being able to make that choice and make that decision you know, that is empowering. It's empowerment. It's reclaiming your power. But, you know, you don't have to do it in a day. You don't have to do it until you're ready to do it. But let's look at 
what some of the possibilities are. Um, for me, it's, you know, there's some things that maybe the smoke damage, you know, I can either try to restore it or go, you know what, maybe I can let it go. And changes in my life as far as, you know, maybe how my space is set up. Maybe I want to change that. And even if it's just as simple as when I go back, I'm going to redecorate this room differently, or I'm going to, you know, decide to hang up those photos that have been sitting there, not hung up. Or maybe I'll decide that, you know what, I can let those photos go because I never did hang them up. So this is about reclaiming what it is that is within you and creating your space again, creating your sacred space. Now, traumas and things like this can also affect relationships. And considering the fact that we've been having like one thing on top of another, on top of another, on top of another, it's really been hard on a lot of the ways that people interact, a lot of the way people communicate. And so if, if things are strained between you and friends or loved ones, yeah, it's, it's a difficult time. It's a stressful time. And it's important to be able to t get that into the equation, to bring that piece in so that you can decide, okay, if I have just like not, you know, had the idea or you know, the desire to be around somebody, it may not be that your relationship is meant to end, but just it needs to take a break because there's com some communication errors. And I've talked to a lot of people who says like, well, you know, through this thing and this person, they weren't who I thought they were. And so now I don't want them in my life. Well, people respond to stress and trauma in different ways. And the fact that people may be thinking that, you know, it's like, there's a saying that stressful times do not build character, they reveal it. And maybe it's true that, you know, this situation has brought out something in your relationship that has been now been revealed. And it's like, okay, now I think that, you know, maybe we're not as close as we used to be. Or maybe it's just that you're having a tough time and everybody's stressed and things can be said that, you know, people honestly don't mean. Hello, Luna. Huh? And so, you know, it's, it's about finding the balance point between taking seriously what someone says in a stressful moment because it's coming in through the filter of stress. And that filter can be a very difficult thing to deal with because if you are, you know, kind of in, let's say you're in the anger phase of grief and you're kind of spoiling for a fight because I know I was, I was, I was waiting for somebody to say something so I could be angry. And so you know, maybe that happens and maybe it doesn't go well. So when you consider it's like, okay, maybe the message transmitted was not the message that was received. And maybe that person did not mean anything when you felt that they said something very insensitive, or maybe the person who you're speaking to who accused you of being insensitive or, or whatever, that maybe 
you know, what the message that you wanted to transmit wasn't what they heard. And these are such difficult times and it's very easy to have misunderstandings. So my biggest suggestion in that is to consider, you know, before you consider whether or not that, you know, it's like, oh, well, we had a fight, so I don't want to be friends with that person anymore. Consider that if you could take that one exchange away, if it never happened, would you still want to be friends with them? And if the answer to that is no, if, if you feel that that has revealed something in their nature that you really don't want to deal with, well, then you, you go do what you need to do. But have it come from a place of clarity. Have that choice come from a measured, balanced place rather than the passion in the moment. Take a breath. It may not be what it seems to be. And often things are not. And see, that's a part of being able to open yourself up to new opportunities. Because if it would appear that, you know, it's, it's, it's gone, there's nothing there, or, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I want to stay or go. I don't know, you know, what my situation will be. Being able to realize that that is the reality in the moment. And what you feel is real. And it is in the moment. In the next moment, you may feel something else. In the next moment, it may be different. So being able to just kind of sit with the idea that, okay, in this moment, this is what I feel. In this moment, these are what I believe my options are. And I am willing to accept that the next moment may be different. The next moment, an opportunity, something may come up. There may be a phone call that gives the information that I need or offers support or offers aid. And it's important to be able to realize that what we view as limitations are only limitations in the moment before we figure out what our resources are, what we can do. And even if it's just talking to somebody else who can say, okay, you know, hold on, don't panic. We can do this. We can work with this. This is manageable. And that's really important to have somebody who can kind of balance that because otherwise you just get trapped. You're just sitting there roaming around the wreckage and it's hard to view reality as anything else. And it is very hard to remember that that reality only exists in that moment. And that there is always an opportunity for something to be different. And maybe you don't like the options, but just because you're not crazy about the options that are there doesn't mean they don't exist. And oh, by the way, if you don't like any of the options, you are free to create your own. I mean, those take a lot more work, but you can decide, nope, I don't like any of these options. I'm going to work on one that I do like. And then figure out how to make it happen. But being able to be patient with yourself enough to where you can deal because you kind of have to get through that emotional piece first. You know, the, you know, as we talked about, that whole idea of grief and grieving, that's real. And grief is, it's not where you get stuck. It's your way out. <laughs> the, the problem is... 
is that she wants to she loves rubbing her face on things and since i'm using my laptop to film all this uh she wants to rub her face against the edge of the laptop which means that everything gets bounced around and that would be very disruptive and you don't care do you see you know that's the thing with cats you know they they accept the reality in the moment and if it's something they don't like, they will either change it or they will walk away or they will do what they want or they will get cuddled or pet or whatever it is that helps them to feel better in that moment. But then when that moment passes, it's gone. And humans ha have a particular challenge with once the moment is passed, it's gone because it's not. It still lives inside of us. It's still, there's still that story that was attached to the event that long outlasts the event itself. So if you're, you know, having a hard time dealing with things and you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like there are no options in this moment, honor the fact that that is what you feel in this moment, honor the fact that, you know, you don't have to justify what you feel and you don't have to change it just because somebody else thinks you should eventually you will reach that place of being okay with the fact that there are possibilities that something different, I won't even say something good, but something different that you can grow with will be a part of what's meant to be. And as I said, you can create opportunities. It's, it's, you know, there's no rules against that. And if you decide that, you know, you want to make a lot of big changes, that all of this has been kind of a catalyst for huge change in your life, well, then go with that and create the best change that you can. You know, this is about, this isn't about what you have or what you have lost. It's about what you would like to build on from here. What, you know, what is it? that you want down the road when all of this is settled. And even if it's just, you know, just imagining if you could have anything, you know, maybe it would be your home back. Maybe it would be your relationship back. Maybe it would be whatever it is that is causing you stress because of what you don't have. Switch it to, okay, what do I want? And, and be specific and write it down. There's a very very important piece to actually documenting something. And I mean, you know, you don't have to sit and write it longhand, although I find it more effective that way. But, you know, if you want to just type it into your computer, type it into your phone notes, you know, this is what I want. And then figure out, okay, now that I've decided what I want, how do I get it? How do I bring that? What resources would I need? And you can even, you know, keep it in that realm of, well, we're just, we're just playing imagination here because that doesn't cost anything. What would I need? Not how will I get what I need, but what is it that I would need to be able to make what I want happen? Once you figure that out, then you start thinking, well, hypothetically, and you know, you can just keep saying hypothetically. What would be ways for me to get what the resources I need to get what I want? So first, what do you want? Second, 
what hypothetically, you know, even, yeah, and, and the reason I say hypothetically is because so many times we get caught up in thinking of all the reasons why the things we need can't happen. So if you just treat it as a mental experiment, as, as just like, well, if we were going to do this, what would we need? Okay, so if we need those things, what would be a way that we could get them? And as you start breaking that down, you might find that those pieces, those big steps can be broken down into small enough steps that are actually manageable. And usually if we are deciding that we can't do something, it's mostly because we don't know. You know, we're going on assumptions. I was talking with somebody today, in fact. You go with what you know, not what you believe not what you think, and certainly not what you're afraid of. But if you had to base your decisions on, okay, I'm going to invest my energy into those things that I know for a fact. And it's interesting, the transformation that can happen when we step out of worrying about what could be and worrying about, you know, going into those worst case scenarios in our head. Well, this is probably not going to work out because I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. And I won't be able to get help. We don't know that. We don't know that until we do a very thorough exam, you know, examination. And until we do some research, figure out what you do know for a fact. And if it's written down, if you see it, you know, if it's something that is in a form, you know, not just looking it up on Wikipedia or, you know, it's like, well, I read online. No, these are things, hard, concrete facts, you know, documentation from, you know, for us, it's, you know, documentation from uh, Cal Fire, which, you know, they're the ones who have been managing this whole crisis and God bless them. They've just been amazing and helping to save so many homes and so many people and working so hard and focusing, using them as the source. So let's say it's, well, you know, I want to be back in my house. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know how I can get back because, you know, I don't know when the power's going to be back on. I don't know when the water's going to be back on. Well, but that's information that can be discovered. It can be found out. There are sources for that, reliable sources, like the Water Commission you know, for as to when the water is going to be turned back on. PG&E, as far as when the power is going to be turned back on. Now, they may say, at this point, we don't know. But, you know, usually, and I know that the power companies, you know, will, you, know, you can get an alert or a message when there's an update. Or you can just keep checking the website. And the reason I'm touching my nose so much is that cuddling, I love to cuddle Luna, but it's like I get the hairs in my nose. But anyway, so, you know, that would be a very, very simple application of that. I want to be home. I don't know when I'm, I can be home. So that means I'm never getting home is one path you can go down. Or you can go down the path of, I want to be home. I need power and water on for me to be able to go home. I can find out when those things are expected to be repaired. So in the meantime... While I'm waiting for that, there's things I can do to be ready for it. So this is about, you know, not just being open to the opportunity, but then figuring out, okay, 
what do I need to do in order to support this thing that I want? What is, and even if it's just what information do I need to look up? What are the things I need to find? You know, there are times when we really need to lean on that left brain, that analytical part, that that really, you know, okay, let's break this down. That's, you know, the zeros and ones, you know, possibility, probability, and what do we need to do? What are the steps we need to do in order to make this happen? And it's when we get into our right brain, which is, you know, the, the more, you know, well, the right brain, which is the more, and you know, creative side. Now, we don't want the right brain creating stories that are going to upset us or that are going to, um, to create, you know, negative feelings. You know, we don't want to go into that worst case scenario or it's hopeless or imagining all these horrible things. Trust in the analytical left brain to go, okay, we've got a problem. We need a solution. And then incorporate the right brain to create creative ideas to be able to solve it. We don't want, you know, right brain going, you know, well, this is going to be horrible for all these reasons I've created in my head of all of what probably will not happen or probably can't happen or might horrible things that might happen. No, we use the left brain to call in the right brain and say, okay, creativity, we need your help because we need to create a solution. So let's get, let's get imaginative. Let's, let's start working on some ideas. You know, we are resilient and we are able to figure stuff out. We're very, very clever. And we also know that we have resources that we can tap into. So that way, the right brain, instead of going into a doom and gloom story, it actually has something to do and it's got a direction to go. And if we can focus on, you know, anytime we start feeling that need to fall into, you know, the, the, the harder stories that only cause us to, you know, get stuck further, then we can get the right brain hooked into, okay, what problems can we solve and how creative can we be in, in solving it? We can use logic and creativity to be able to get where we want to be and to achieve the things and to recognize the opportunities that are out there that are available and to be able to take full advantage of them. And please, please, please trust in the people around you. I mean, yes, sometimes people say things and it really doesn't help and they mean well, but it's not helpful. And it's okay to say, you know what? I really don't consider that statement helpful right now. So, you know, but if you have people who you can talk to who are, you know, who have either been through something like this or who have a lot of knowledge, you know, in, you know, good common sense and who are able to be good at problem solving. Go find all your problem solving friends and say, hey, you know, we, I need to figure a way around this and they will get on it. They will figure out a way to do it. So it is, it is really, it, it can be a very, bonding experience because I was talking about like relationships well when you bring in um you know a problem to solve into a relationship often because that problem becomes the focus and everybody gets on board with being able to solve it a lot of times that can actually help clear up misunderstandings by giving a singular goal that 
that everybody can be on board with. So it's okay if you can't see the opportunities right now. It's okay if you're not even ready to look because like I said, those opportunities will still be there. They will still be available. You are still creative and insightful and resourceful enough to be able to figure out how to get your life back to the way you want it or to decide what new life you want to create. What do you want to change? What, what do you want to make new again? What do you want to make different? What are you ready to release? And looking at it as these are all things, even the things that you would release, being able to do that makes room for something else. When you, when you create a space by letting go of something that it's okay for you to be done with, that leaves a whole new space for something new to come in and nature does abhor a vacuum. So something will be able to come into that, into your life, into that space and be able to enrich your life and have you come out of this more than what you went into it with. And if nothing else, you come out of it knowing that you were stronger than you ever thought that you could be. So maybe that's the point. But either way, you can do this. You're very resourceful and very clever. I know that. And you're also loved. I know that. And you're supported. So tap into those things when you're ready. Because when you are ready, the opportunities will be right there. So thank you for joining me. And very, very, very special announcement. Uh, in the description, there is a link. Uh, tomorrow, I'm being interviewed on a podcast on Twitch. And it's actually for gamers. And But we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. And so um, I've been invited to be a guest on it. And I will be answering questions. And the link for that is in the description. So I invite you all to check it out and um, I'll be sending out notifications for that. And once it's done, I'll, you know, see about arranging to upload it onto my channel from the channel of the, the person who's doing it. But I'm really excited about it. I'm, you know, it, it's just sort of interesting, me being an old boomer, <laughs> going to be talking to, you know, a bunch of younger folks about, you know, a lot of different things about how they're managing in their lives, their wellness, their body, mind, and spirit connections, and possibly how they might be able to avoid some of that back pain by how they arrange their gaming time or their gaming chairs. So it'll be fun. So I invite you to log in and uh, check it out. And it will be at 5 p.m., Pacific time and eight o'clock Eastern time. So give it a shot. Who knows? Maybe I'll start something on Twitch. I don't know. <laughs> the opportunities are endless. So if you like this video, please press like. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave them in the comment section or you can reach me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can follow me on Twitter and my email address is in the description. So you can reach me that way. 
And if you'd like to support this channel, please consider subscribing. That would be so awesome and I would be tremendously appreciative. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time or maybe even tomorrow. Bye.